Hey everyone, I'm Kelly Beaton, the digital content strategist with the Food Institute. Welcome back to our weekly news recap where we quickly break down a few of the biggest stories impacting the food industry this week. Here we go. JBS, the world's largest meat producer, has made significant progress in resolving the cyber attack that hit its global operations earlier this week. The cyber attack forced all of JBS's U.S. beef plants, which account for almost a quarter of American supplies, to shut down, according to a union official, who added that all other JBS meatpacking facilities in the country experienced some level of disruption. The attack also forced shutdowns at slaughter operations across Australia and idled one of Canada's largest beef plants. Australian authorities expect the company's plants will be fully operational by early next week and the U.S. unit said it was on schedule to resume production at all facilities on Thursday. We'll keep you posted with further updates in the days ahead. Moving on, food delivery apps like DoorDash and Uber Eats were essential to many during the pandemic, but now that life's returning to normal, those companies are scrambling to maintain their customer base. What delivery apps need to do is give customers a non-pandemic reason to continue to use those services like convenience, industry analyst Jennifer Christ told the Food Institute this week. Even at the height of the pandemic, food delivery companies were losing money, largely because of thin margins and high labor costs despite soaring valuations, and their efforts to increase those margins sparked a backlash among restaurant operators who complained that delivery service percentage was too high, ranging from 15 to 30 percent of the bill. In related news, grocery e-commerce spending in general increased by the eye-opening figure of $26 billion in 2020, according to a recent report from IRI and 210 Analytics. When the dust settled, that 84% jump accounted for 9.5% of all U.S. food and beverage sales by year's end. That dollar share is anticipated to reach 12% by the end of 2021. Shifting gears, Tyson Foods CEO Dean Banks will leave the company after just an eight-month tenure, citing family considerations as his reason for leaving. Former COO Donnie King was named CEO effective immediately, reported MarketWatch. Banks said in a statement that he believes stepping down and concentrating on his family is the right decision at this time. King, who will take the home immediately, is the fifth CEO for Tyson in five years. He's been with the company for more than 36 years. In other news, Tesla has filed for three restaurant service patents indicating the company may be moving forward with previously discussed ideas for a restaurant supercharger station. Tesla applied for three new trademarks that will cover categories like restaurant services, pop-up restaurant services, self-service restaurant services, and takeout restaurant services. The applications awaiting examination and will be reviewed by an attorney around August 27th. Tesla's restaurant plans appear to have taken root back in 2017 when a company executive said at a technology conference that the company might move into the restaurant business. The idea was to turn Tesla EV charging stations into full-service convenience stores that will also serve food. An interesting story we'll continue to monitor. And finally, a quick one to close on Cargill is backing cow masks in an effort to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. The mask-like devices were developed by Zelp Limited, which claims it can reduce methane emissions by more than half, and Cargill expects to start offering the devices to European dairy farmers in 2022, reported Bloomberg. The companies haven't set a price yet, but Zelp says an annual subscription fee may start at about $80 per cow. Tackling methane emissions from livestock, of course, has become a key climate issue for meat and dairy companies that are under increasing pressure to clean up their supply chains. Okay, that'll do it for now. That was your food industry news. I'm Kelly Beaton.